0: well hello 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 and how are you all today oh my goodness we've had a very exciting morning so far in our house um it's my little girl's birthday today so she woke up very early very excited and oh and the excitement was contagious it spread between all of you all of us so (laughs) Yes, we've had a very, very exciting morning, opening presents and uh, before getting her off to school. She likes going to school on her birthday because they sing happy birthday. (laughs) So she's looking forward to that. Oh, my goodness. So I have to sing happy birthday. I can't believe she's nine. She's making me feel so old. So. I have to sing happy birthday to her, so happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Summer, happy birthday to you. Love (laughs) mummy. So, have any of you got your birthdays today? Yes? No? Are you sharing the birth? day's girl's birthday oh my goodness she's had loads of presents loads of clothes which is what she asked for and also a little mini greenhouse which she loved she thought that was absolutely wonderful so that's been our day so far, and then tonight we're having a birthday tea with cake. And then at the weekend, oh my goodness, I promised her she can have three friends to stay, sleep over a birthday sleepover. So I've got my three children plus another three children. So that'll be six children, huh? My goodness me, it will be a very noisy household. <laughs> but Up until then, we are going to read a story. So, we're going to read chapter 11 of The Enchanted Wood because we want to know who was in the house. Well, we know who was in the house, but they don't, do they? They don't know whether it was an enemy or a friend. So, let's find out. Chapter 11, More and More Surprises. There doesn't seem to be anyone here, said Beth, cautiously looking around. Well, who lighted that candle? asked Moonface, his big round face looking anxious. We didn't leave it burning. Suddenly the father bear gave an angry growl and pointed to his chair. Who's been sitting in my chair? he said. And who's been sitting in my chair, said the mother bear, pointing to hers. And who's been sitting in my chair and broken it all to bits, squeaked the baby bear in tears. Beth giggled. (laughs) This sounds like the story of the three bears coming true, she said to Franny. They'll talk about porridge next. And they did. Who? "'Has been eating my porridge!' said the father bear angrily. (gasps) "'And who's been eating my porridge?' said the mother bear. (sniffs) "'And who's been eating mine and gobbled it all up?' wept the baby bear, scraping his spoon around the empty plate. (laughs) "'It's all very mysterious,' said Moonface. "'Somebody lighted the candle. "'Somebody sat in the chairs.' "'Somebody ate the porridge.' (gasps) "'But who?' "'Well, not me this time,' said Goldilocks. "'I was with you all the time. "'We were snowballing, wasn't I, Bears?' "'You certainly were,' growled the father bear softly, "'patting the little girl on the back. "'He was very fond of her. "'I wish we'd found poor Joe,' said Beth. "'Whatever will he be doing in this horrid "'Cold land!' "'Do you suppose we ought to go out and look for him again?' said Franny, "'shivering as she thought of the ice-cold wind outside. "'No,' said Moonface decidedly. "'No one is going out of this cottage again till we're safely in the wood at home. "'I'm afraid we can't possibly rescue Joe now.' "'What's that noise?' said Goldilocks suddenly. Everybody listened. Somebody was snoring softly in the next room. We never thought of looking there, said Moonface. Who can it be? Shh, said Goldilocks. If we can catch him asleep, we can hold him tight and he won't be able to get away. But if he wakes up... He might be fierce. They tiptoed to the door of the bedroom. One by one they squeezed through. Who's been lying on my bed? Said the father bear in a growly voice. Shh, said Moonface. Who's been lying on my bed? Said the mother bear. Shh, said everyone. ''And who's been lying on my bed and is still fast asleep there?'' said the baby bear. Everyone stared at the cot. Yes, there was someone there. Someone covered in white. Was it a polar bear? ''It's a white bear,'' said Moonface, half frightened. (gasps) ''Let's lock him in before he wakes,'' said the father bear. He might still think we're enemies. They all rushed out of the little room and slammed the door shut with a loud bang, locking it behind them. He's caught, said Moonface joyfully. Joe woke up with a jump. Who had locked him in? Oh, had the magic snowman caught him again? He began to shout and bang on the door and then Beth and Franny recognised his voice and yelled out loudly. Moonface, it's Joe! It's Joe! It's Joe! They rushed to the door and unlocked it and flung their arms around Joe. The boy was too astonished to speak. He hugged his sisters. How did you get here? he asked. How did you get here? cried Beth and Franny. Oh, come into the kitchen and we'll have some hot porridge and milk, said Goldilocks. We can talk then and get warm. So Joe went with all the others, chattering loudly about everything. Goldilocks ladled out porridge into blue bowls and made some hot chocolate. Soon everyone was putting sugar on porridge and drinking the the hot chocolate. Joe poured some milk over his porridge and smiled joyfully at everybody. What an adventure this has been, he said. Shall I tell my tale first or will you tell yours? He told his and then Beth told how Moonface had gone to the three bears for their help and all about the fierce snowball battle. It's a pity about the battle, said the father bear mournfully. The white bears are cousins of ours and have always been friendly. Now they seem to be enemies. Well, let's hope they don't discover our cottage, said Goldilocks, eating her hot porridge. Moonface, hadn't we better make some magic and get back to the wood? Plenty of time, plenty of time, said Moonface, pouring himself another cup of hot chocolate. But, you know, there wasn't plenty of time. For just at that moment, Goldilocks gave a scream and pointed to the window. Someone looked in, she said. Don't be silly, said Moonface. I'm not, said Goldilocks. I tell you, somebody looked in. Who could it be? The handle of the door is moving, yelled Moonface, and he leapt to the door. In a flash, he had locked it and bolted it. The father bear got up and went to the window. He looked out into the snowstorm. I can't see anything, he said. And then he growled loudly. Yes, I can. I can see the white bears. They have surrounded our cottage. Now what shall we do? Well, they can't get in at the door and they certainly shan't get in at the window, said Moonface, looking fierce. The door shook, but it held well. Someone battered on it. We shan't let you in, yelled Joe. If anyone tries to open the window or break it, I'll throw this kettle at him, shouted Moonface, who was dancing about, waving the kettle in the air. Moonface, that kettle has got hot water in it, said Franny. Do be careful, you nearly dropped some on me. I'll drop it onto any bear that comes dares to come in here, yelled Moonface, spattering the room with steaming drops. Oh dear, said Beth. Hide behind the bed, Franny. It seems to me that Moonface is almost as dangerous as the bears. Moonface soon realised that they were right and that waving a hot kettle around was a very foolish and a very dangerous thing to do. So he put it down again, gently. Then the father bear had an idea and dragged the big table across the room to block the door. Things were getting exciting. Joe and the girls were frightened, but they couldn't help feeling terribly thrilled too. Whatever was going to happen next? Oomph! Oomph! boomed the big bears outside, but they couldn't get in at the door or window. But... They found another way. The chimney was wide and big for the fireplace was one of the large, old-fashioned kind and needed a wide chimney. One of the bears climbed up on the roof followed by three more. The first one slipped into the chimney. Down he went. Whoosh! Down went another and the third, and the fourth. They landed with a crash onto the big hearth and hurriedly jumped away from the flames of the fire. "'Surrender!' they cried to the startled children and bears. "'Surrender! The magic snowman is outside! Let him in!' "'Oh, my goodness! How awful! "'I bet nobody thought they would come down the chimney!' Do you think they might be related to Santa Claus? (laughs) I thought only Father Christmas went down chimneys nowadays. So, what do you think they will do? Oh, do you think they have to let the snowman in and they'll have to stay there forever? Prisoners of the magic snowman. Or do you think they might be able to get home? Well, I'll just have to find out tomorrow, won't we? <laughs> I hope we can all wait that long. So, I hope that you enjoyed that chapter. And I hope you're going to have a wonderful day. And, oh, let's think about eating cake for tea, which is what I'm going to be doing. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so,. I am going to go and have a um, think about what I'm going to make for tea because I think we're just going to have like little bits and pieces like a like a party tea. So we're going to have some sausage rolls and some cheese and pineapple on sticks, things like that. (laughs) So just little party, party food and then. She's going to blow out her candles, all nine of them. Deary me. So, up until tomorrow, I will wave you goodbye. Bye. I'm waving. And I will see you all tomorrow. But until then, you make sure that you have an absolutely wonderful day and that you enjoy every second that you'll be good, take care and stay safe (laughs) and I'll see you all again tomorrow. So bye for now.